Halloween night. A small American town, 15 years ago. seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Exploring uncharted territory. And totally charted. Just talk. Sure, sure. The only reason she babysits is to have a Gather round creeps, gather round fools, gather round spirits, and gather round ghouls. Listen to me, for I have a story of blackening fright and all things gory, of grinning pumpkins and demon cats, of wicked witches and scurrying rats. They've all come together to celebrate and feast, Larry the Wolf and Igor the Beast. For this is the night when little babies cry, and orange mist pours from their eyes. Monster girls and monster men patiently waiting for the fun to begin. What do they know that we've never seen? Well, I'll tell you, my friend. The glorious hootening they call Halloween. Welcome to the Halloween party. Uh, awesome to have you guys here. I'm glad you guys are listening to the Halloween episode 
Uh, I have so much planned for this episode, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Uh, but first, I just want to let you guys know that all the music you'll be listening to, except for the special thing I have planned later, uh, is done by Halloween at High Noon. They have a new album out called Corpusville, uh, and you can get that at Halloween High, at High Noon's page, and it is, uh, it's fantastic. I'm loving it so far, um, and I'm going to have a giveaway at the end of the show uh, for two copies of the new album, so uh, keep listening to find out how you can get those. But first off, let me just jump right into some reviews here. Uh, Scream Factory just released Nightbreed, the director's cut. Um, it's something a lot of horror fans have been waiting for, and this thing is jam-packed. Now, I want to break down the differences um, for you guys, and for you all that don't know, uh, Nightbreed is a Clive Barker film uh, that was called Cabal. It was a, a book called Cabal that they turned into a film, uh, and its transfers compared to its television cut, to the Cabal cut, to the film cut, it gets kind of confusing, so I'm going to kind of break it down for you guys. Uh, in a way you can understand. Um, so the copy that I was sent uh, by Screen Factory is the one-disc director's cut. Now this is what that comes with. It comes with the uh, the director's cut of the film. That's uh, 40 minutes of new and altered footage. Um, it plays out a little bit differently than the one you may have seen in theaters. Certain characters die that didn't. And there's a lot more monsters in this one, a lot more effects, and you see um, a lot more of where the where everything lives in the graveyard. Um, it's just such a huge area, a huge span that the making of Nightbreed they have a uh, on here called Tribes of the Moon, and it shows you how vast and huge this area was that they filmed the movie in. And uh, most of it got cut. It was really close shots, and you didn't really you know, grasp how large this place was and uh, what Blu-ray does these days, it just it, it, in the widescreen is just amazing and you get to see a lot more of it um, there's an introduction um, by Clive Barker and Mark Allen Miller who uh, helped restore the film uh, there is an audio commentary uh, by Clive Barker and Mark Allen Miller uh, like I said, and then Tribes of the Moon it's a 72 minute documentary watch the entire thing, you will find out everything you've ever wanted to about uh, Nightbreed. Uh, and then there's Making Monsters, interviews with makeup effects artists Bob Keen, Martin Mercer, and Paul Jones, about 42 minutes. Um, Firefights and Stunts, it's the second unit shooting, uh, so you can see a lot of stuff behind the scenes with An- uh, Andy Armstrong, who worked on it, runs about 20 minutes, and a theatrical trailer. So that comes with your standard version of the Nightbreed director's cut. Uh, and that'll run you about uh, almost 30 bucks with shipping. Now, the Director's Cut Limited Edition that came out, um, that comes with uh, deleted alternate scenes that you won't get on the first disc, uh, Monsters Prosthetic Class, um, an interview with Mark Goldblatt, uh, a doc called Painting the Landscape, the concept of uh, Ralph McGuire's work, uh, matte painting test, makeup test, stop motion, uh, lost footage, extended torture scenes, uh, rehearsals of Boone's Dream, uh, and a bunch of still galleries. And then on the third disc uh, is the new transfer from the uh, interpositive uh, cut of the film. That's the theatrical cut, the one that they showed out there. So uh, you get all of that, uh, and that one will run you about $80, probably 5 with shipping. 
uh, through Screen Factory site. Uh, I would review the film in more in depth, but I feel like you guys have seen it. You guys know what I'm talking about. This is more of just letting you guys know what's out there. The movie's phenomenal. Some of the best makeup work you've ever seen. If you're a big fan of Cinebites and you've only seen the Hellraiser movies and you haven't seen Nightbreed, check this movie out. You will not regret it. Oh, and there's a score done by some guy named Danny Elfman. And he does pretty good music. So, yeah, definitely check that one out. Hello. I'm Clive Barker, the writer and director of Nightbreed. Media Home Entertainment have kindly given me a few minutes to introduce the world of the breed to you. And I never turn down an invitation to talk about the dark. I've always loved monsters. I think there's a corner of all of us that envies their powers, but would love to live forever, or to fly, or to change shape at will. So, when I came to make a movie about monsters, I wanted to create a world we'd feel strangely at home in. I've called it Midian, an underground city peopled with creatures from our darkest fantasies. Things that feed on blood, things that avoid the light of day, things repulsive and fascinating. Forbidden souls, hiding from their cruelest enemy, man. In making Midian a reality, I've had the genius of some great creators at my side. The special effects people of Image Animation, who designed the terrors of the Hellraiser movies for me. Danny Elfman, whose magnificent scores you'll remember from Beetlejuice and Batman, and a wonderful collection of actors, one of whom may come as a surprise to you. David Cronenberg, who plays Dr. Decker in Nightbreed, is the director of such horror classics as Scanners, The Fly, and Dead Ringers. I asked him to join the cast, and he delighted me by agreeing, bringing his own subtle style of chill to our story. All of us, behind the camera and in front, had the same intention to make Nightbreed a film like no other, flipping all the conventions of the horror movie, plunging you into a world of insanity and miracles, where dead men can be heroes and monsters beautiful, where the only place of refuge is the most forbidden place on earth, Midian, the home of the Nightbreed. I hope the breed will remain with you, as they remain with me. After all, we all need a few friends to get us through the night. Moving right along, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about a uh, very, I don't want to say disturbing film, because, I mean, it is disturbing, but it's its definitely uh, one to watch if you're a horror fan. Um, it came out this October on DVD from Accelerator Film, uh, and that's the film called Found. Uh, the film is about a boy whose brother is really big into horror movies. And he kind of idolizes his brother and likes hanging out with him uh, until one day he goes into his brother's room and finds a separate head in a bowling ball bag. Uh, and it starts making him think differently about his brother. Uh, but he looks up to him. So, you know, he's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's normal. You know, maybe he has those reasons. Uh, and it's it's really a love letter to old horror movies. Um kind of think joe dante's uh matinee it it's definitely it's definitely out there i would definitely say if you have a weak stomach don't check it out because it has one of the goriest endings i've seen in a horror film in a long time uh the great thing about it is that the film kind of uh switches up midway through and at first you don't really feel like it's a horror movie and then it just it goes balls to the wall and gets really intense um you can 
buy this film pretty much anywhere. Uh, it's it's about well, it's on Amazon for about ten bucks. Um, I saw that movie stop for about seven dollars. It just came out though. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, Scott Schreier uh, directed it, and it's based off a book uh, called Found by uh, Todd Ringy. So definitely check this one out. Very creepy, very uh, realistic. It's a low-budget horror film, but it was done very well. It makes you kind of feel like most other horror fans who just have all these old VHS tapes of horror laying around. And, uh, you know, you never know about the generations that find these tapes or these DVDs that you've collected just as a hobby and what that kind of effect uh, can give to, you know, another kid or another uh, person in general. Uh, not saying that we're all freaks or anything like that, but you know, there's that other breed, there's other, that bunch out there. Um, don't let the cover fool you. The marketing for this movie looks really weird, because uh, there is a uh, gas mask that he wears in the movie, so it kind of looks like every other movie out there that's using that gas mask, but I promise you that it's actually in the film, and it's kind of crucial to the plot, whereas most movies these days from, like, Lionsgate or, um any of these guys out there they they throw these gas masks on the on the cover to sell it i guess that's the look of fear um (laughs) but uh definitely check this one out um i definitely gave it about seven seven skulls out of ten that's that's because it's probably the goriest movie i've seen all year so definitely check that one out my brother keeps a human head in his closet i hope i don't end up that way what if i hit marcus back what if it doesn't hurt him any? Don't worry about Marcus. You shouldn't worry about anything. Do you want to be the kid that gets picked on? Or the kid that gets in trouble? You didn't have to do what you did, Marty. Kids get picked on. I'm sorry it happens, but it's not an excuse to attack someone. Listen to me. Something is going to happen tonight that's going to change everything. And I need you to stay out of the way. Why? Because I don't want to hurt you. My life is starting to feel like a horror movie. And you know how they end. Every October, there's a rare Halloween treat uh, for horror films. There's usually that one indie film or one rare film that I'll find that I try and tell everybody about. Um, and that film uh, this month, or this year, I should say, is uh, The Houses That October Built um, that Image is putting out. Uh, it's pretty great. It, uh, it's, it takes the whole concept of haunted houses and uh, makes you scared for them. Because it's not a haunted house. It's like, you know, the attractions you go to. Kind of like what we reviewed in the last few episodes uh, with Halloween Horror Nights and Not Scary Farms and all those... Um, Attractions, and this movie's about um, five people who get in an RV and they want to check out like the most intense uh, haunts out there. So it's a lot of them going into these haunts and kind of interviewing the people that go into them, to going into interviewing like, the characters themselves. And as they're interviewing these people, uh, they start realizing some of them are kind of uh, following them outside of the haunts and it gets them kind of riled up and whenever you kind of are driving across country and you see somebody you saw I don't know, maybe two states ago yeah, it's going to freak you out a bit um, but it definitely gets really freaky and you know it's like, why would they keep doing this? well, part of the documentary that they're doing is we have to keep going, we have to keep 
you know, I think this is the haunt. We should keep, you know, pursuing this. And the, the friends are like, fuck you, you're crazy. This is retarded. Uh, I don't want to give any more away of it. Um, but it's definitely a treat. I really enjoyed it this year. Um, so yeah, definitely check that one out. It came out October 10th. Uh, so you can get it on um, iTunes. It's playing in select theaters uh, along with uh, VOD. So you can check it out at home. Great concept. Seven skulls out of ten. Definitely check out the houses that October built now. You want my name? My name is Zach. You've known me for 20 years, Mikey. I rented an RV. I want to find the most extreme haunted house in the world. What is an extreme haunt? I don't understand how far, like how far they, you really can go on without hurting somebody. What's your name, buddy? <laughs> Hi, Mikey. <laughs> What's the camera for? Are you doing, doing crime stuff with your cops or something? We're doing to catch a predator. To catch a predator? Gotta go. You want to be a pretty dog like me? <laughs> What's going on? Do you care if we ask you some questions? I'm with all this group of people, and we're trying to find something extreme. Hey, we got it. It's in Louisiana this year. We don't have an address, though. <laughs> this is where they said to go. Is that the girl from the haunt? She didn't really say anything. Something happened to your car? <laughs> Look what we have here. It's an invitation. This is not a haunt. We're in the middle of nowhere in our RV. Yeah, I know. That's what we've been wanting. One more day. It's all Halloween. We go home tomorrow. Hey, wait up! Wait up! Here's a little treat for you all. Alice Cooper in Keeping Halloween Alive, baby. 365. I'll keep my jack-o'-lantern light on for everyone tonight. Six. 
know what's great about Halloween? It's not just the fact that you can uh, go trick-or-treating or scare the shit out of somebody. It's the fact that you can get really awesome stuff in really boring stores. Uh, Walgreens, Target, Publix, everywhere. God, even Pier 1, you can get something freaking awesome in. Uh, and the even better thing is that if you can hold your composure and just wait just a few days out of the month, everything is 50 to 75% off on November 1st. Um, so I want to kind of give you guys a little uh, heads up on that stuff. Um, Michael's, the craft store, believe it or not, has amazing Halloween deals right after Halloween. Uh, things go to 75 to 80% off if you can get it. They have a, a spooky village town uh, it's pretty cool, kind of like your Christmas miniatures, but all like haunted themed. Uh, those things go quick, so if you can get there right at the opening, right after Halloween, if you're not too hungover, you can have up some awesome stuff. Uh, Target has some great things this year. Uh, one thing in particular was a skeleton uh, crow in a cage, it was pretty neat. Um, and also bats that you can border on your wall. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen photos of, like, a clock that's breaking out into the wall that's these bats flying away. But you can kind of make something cool like that with these, like, decals for the walls. So definitely check out those stores on November 1st. Um, also, Dark Candles. Uh, DarkCandles.com has some of the best-smelling candles I've ever received. Uh, this year, though, they came out with three new fragrances. Uh, Scarecrow, which kind of has the smell of a warm hay slash flannel shirt <laughs> um soul punch that's more like a uh oh man it's like a pineapple juicy apricot lemon smell uh halloween hoot nanny uh which is a lot of like apple wood vanilla uh with a little bit of patchouli thrown in there and some oak moss uh and the other one i think there was another one uh one dark night uh i like these um these darker smelling candles that kind of remind me of cemetery dirt in a weird way because I'm odd, but it's mostly it's mostly like clove, uh, rose, assorted wilted flower uh, petals, uh, and wood uh, gives that one a really good smell. You can also get some, uh, fragrances such as werewolf, silver bullet, uh, coffin, haunted house. They you name it, they have it. Uh, so definitely check out darkcandles.com for those. Uh, and last but not least, horror block. Uh, probably my favorite thing to advertise on this show. Uh, they send you a box each month for $20 a month. Um, and it's full of $20 worth of merchandise. But the great thing is, a lot of this stuff isn't, uh, really $20. Like, they kind of mark it down, uh, to send it to you. Uh, for instance, there was a year that I got some Tales from the Crypt comics, an alien t-shirt, um, some decals, and every box comes with an issue of Rue Morgue magazine, which is pretty great, because the magazine, I think, is already seven, eight dollars Uh, and there was a Jigsaw action figure inside. For Halloween this year, I got a, uh, Iron Maiden Eddie mask. How cool is that? From NECA. Uh, and they sent, uh, two t-shirts. One was, like, a bloody, ripped-up zombie t-shirt. Uh, the other one was a, uh, Pennywise from IT. Uh, says, Tunnel of Terror. Everything floats. How great is that? Uh, along with the Rumor magazine, uh, Horror Movie Heroes, which is a great thing, and it's not just a magazine, it's almost like a book catalog you want to keep that catalogs these great horror directors. Um, yeah, HorrorBlock's great, and definitely check them out at HorrorBlock.com. Uh, sign up today. Uh, Barnacles, uh, if you type that in, gets you 10% off. Now, it's not 
like barnacles as in like the things that grow on you it's b-a-r-n-a-c-u-l-e-s and that is for my listeners only so definitely check out horror block Elvira here, mistress of the dark and sometimes surfer babe, because Coors Light is the official beer of Halloween, and the party's at the beach, Halibut Beach, where you can hang ten, look, Frankie and Annette, and of course, when it's time to chill, just reach for that cooler of Coors Light, aged, ice cold, never frozen stiff, it's the right beer now for Halloween, just look for the silver bullet smooth display, and dig up your friends now for a party at the beach, happy Halloween, dudes. Now I'm going to nerd out a little bit with you guys and uh, review some video games that I've played recently uh, that have to do with monsters, Halloween, and a little bit of horror. Uh, Costume Quest 2 just released from Double Fine. Uh, that's Tim Schafer's company. And if you're familiar with Tim Schafer stuff, uh, it's really funny and it's written very well. Costume Quest is a story about two kids who go trick-or-treating and it's kind of a turn-based role-playing game where you go knocking on doors trick-or-treating and you get candy and that builds your level your xp uh but certain doors may have monsters behind them and you have to fight them but you don't just fight them you transform from your costume into like an actual thing so if you say are a goofy pumpkin you turn into the pumpkin king if you are a cardboard box robot you turn into a mech from pacific rim um i mean there's a clown there's like there's i think one of them the statue of liberty was one in the first one it's insane it's great and it's there's so much fun dialogue you go trick-or-treating in the mall to neighborhoods uh even going underground uh at times and it's a lot of fun costume quest 2 just released um on october 7th and i played the hell out of that game it was so much fun. Uh, I played it for Steam. It's going to be out on uh, the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, I think even the 360 and uh, the PlayStation 3, um, and especially, like I said, on Steam. And it's it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hours, too. I thought I could beat it really quick in like a few hours. It took maybe about eight to nine hours, just to, if you really want to read all the dialogue, collect all the cards in the game, uh, and it's fun for all ages. Um so adults can get all the adult humor that's you know it's not raunchy at all but it'll make you chuckle and uh i'm sure kids will just love it um so definitely check out costume quest 2 uh out now and the other game i tried out was alien isolation now this game uh is out for all systems and it is uh it's terrifying it's it's really scary it's not like the running gun alien games that came out in the past this one is a more of a duck and hide kind of makes you feel like you're ripley on the in the first movie hiding from this giant monster there's one there's one alien and he's he's on the ship it's not where there's a thousands of xenomorphs and you're just firing away like you got to use your brain and try and get around uh these xenomorphs along with the uh the droids that are there that are there to protect the ship uh and you play as l or uh ripley's daughter and uh you're trying to find uh your mother and uh it kind of takes place uh in between the movies and it's basically kind of uh there was a a scene cut out from the film that they kind of touch base on and i don't want to spoil it uh but you with dlc will get a chance to play uh, more into the uh, the alien movies, so that's really cool. 
and um, I haven't had a chance to pick up Evil Within because it comes out tonight. I'm literally leaving this podcast and going to pick that game up, so definitely uh, expect a review of that game on the uh, November episode. So yeah, check out those games. A lot of fun. Cost and Quest, I cannot praise it more. Double Fine, Tim Schafer, you guys do a great job. Keep it up. Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Retrospective. And shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> you know, Halloween is a very strange holiday. <laughs> Come on, give it some candy. Personally, I don't understand it. <laughs> Kids worshiping ghosts? Ooh. Ow! 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 Who is it? Frankenstein? The Booger Man? Pretending oh. ah. to be devils? Fenders! <laughs> it's always the one you least suspect. Oh, things on TV that are completely inappropriate for younger viewers. Oh, 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 oh. That's his crutch. Things like the following happen. There's nothing wrong with your television set. We are controlling the transmission. What's that, boy? We're in control? I can see my voice. Blip, 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 blip. My name is Kang. This is my sister, Kodos. Hello, space aliens. Don't eat me. I have a wife and kids. Eat them. Get your slimeless hands off her. Stop. We have reached the limits of what rectal probing can teach us. <laughs> it's even worse. It's scarier. No TV and no beer make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do. More violent. They snuck in some bad language, too. Holy flirting schnit. So please, tuck in your children. Instead of writing us angry letters tomorrow. Thanks for your attention. (laughs) We'll be sure to do that, Marge. Uh, And last but not least, for this Halloween episode, I thought I'd treat you guys to something a little special. It is uh, the entire Haunted Mansion ride, so sit back, make sure some hitchhiking ghosts don't follow you home, and enjoy. creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still that is the time when ghosts are present practicing their terror with ghoulish delight welcome foolish mortals to the haunted mansion 
I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our tour begins here in this gallery, where you see paintings of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible mortal state. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? Hmm? And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors. <laughs> Which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> of course, there's always my way. frighten you prematurely. <laughs> the real chills come later. Now, as they say, look alive, and we'll continue our little tour. And let's all stay together, please. There are several prominent ghosts who have retired here from creepy old crypts all over the world. Actually, we have 999 happy haunts here, but there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? <laughs> if you insist on lagging behind, you may not need to volunteer. The carriage that will carry you into the moldering sanctum of the spirit world will accommodate you and one or two loved ones. Kindly watch your step as you board, please. We spirits haunt our best in gloomy darkness, so remember, no flash pictures, please. And now, a carriage approaches to take you into the boundless realm of the supernatural. Take your loved ones by the hand, please, and kindly watch your step. Oh yes, and no flash pictures, please. We spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. Pull down on the safety bar, please. I will lower it for you. And heed this warning. 
The spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. We find it delightfully unlivable here in this ghostly retreat. Every room has wall-to-wall -wall creeps and hot and cold running chills. Listen. All our ghosts have been dying to meet you. This one can hardly contain himself. <laughs> Unfortunately, they all seem to have trouble getting through. Madame Leota can establish contact. She has a remarkable head for materializing the disembodied. Horn toads and lizards, fiddle and strum. Please answer the roll by beating a drum. friends and you. Blow on a horn so we'll know that it's you. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. Rat on a table. It's time to respond. 
send us a message from somewhere beyond. Goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween, awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Creepies and crawlies, toads in a pond. Let there be music from regions beyond. Wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing the bell. The happy haunts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are beginning to materialize. They're assembling for a swinging wake. And they'll be expecting me. I'll see you all a little later.
Josh Creek and the tombstones quake. Happy haunts materialize. Bring, bring a ghost out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Shrouded in a dark disguise. As the moon climbs high on the dead oak tree, who's arrived for the midnight tree? Creepy creeps with eerie eyes. Dark the street, harmonize. Grim ghosts come to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, restless bones etherealize. When the crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swinging wake, happy hearts materialize, and begin to vocalize, grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide, or a silly spook may sit by your side, shrouded in the death disguise. They pretend to terrorize, grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. As the moon climbs high or the dead oak tree, Spooks arrive for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize. Green grinning ghosts come out to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird glows gleam where the spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize, rises spooks of every size. Oh, yes, they do. When the crypt goes creepy, the trees go crazy. The spooks come out for a swinging break. Happy haunts materialize and begin to vocalize. Every ghost come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. For a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a dark disguise, they pretend to terrorize. Brinkley ghosts come out to socialize.
When the cryptors creak and the tombstones quake, spooks come out for a swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize, spooks begin to vocalize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide, for a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a dark disguise, safe pretend to terrorize. As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree, spooks arrive for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, fear grows lean where spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize, rises spooks of every size. <laughs> There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> they have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. Now I will raise the safety bar, and a ghost will follow you home. <laughs> If you decide to join us, make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. <laughs> oh my, 
Uh, well, I hope you all enjoyed the Halloween special. I know I enjoyed making the Halloween special for you guys. And, uh, yeah, just have a safe and happy Halloween. Uh, on October 31st at night, relish in the moment, you know? Look up at the moon. Uh, it only comes once a year. And uh, it just has a special feeling. And just try and make sure to capture that this year. But before I go, I'd like to uh, give away two copies of uh, Halloween at High Noon's new album, uh, Corpus File, uh, out today. I have two downloads uh, to give away. Um, so the first people to email me at halloweseve 365 at gmail.com uh, will win, uh, win a copy. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I want to thank them for supplying those. And um, as always, check us out on Facebook. This is Everyday's Halloween Podcast on Facebook, as well as Twitter, Hallows Eve 365 uh, Until next year, or until next month, honestly, have a friendly good Halloween and check your bed for critters and gremlins. This is She's So Operational. Oh,